Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service. Don't forget, it's a throwback Thursday. So coming up at 1130, you know what happens. It's going to be great. We've got a smorgasbord of music trivia questions you can play along. Uh, We've been getting through a lot of questions, which really, that's how I get my bonus. If we get through enough questions, (laughs) it's a performance bonus. And so I think we're going to get through a ton today. So if you like music, if you like trivia, make sure you listen at 1130 or hour three in the podcast. Excellent. Right now, we have to do this. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Oh, boy. Here's a dealio. Um, if that song Montero from Lil Nas X goes to number one, he's going to buy you some Nope, socks. A 12-pack of socks. (laughs) Yesterday, he tweeted that if Montero goes to number one, he's buying all of his followers a 12-pack of Hanes socks. You were thinking underwear. I was thinking underwear initially. You get a lot more socks. You get 12 socks in a pack. I think you only get six in the underwear. So, hmm. The song is really cool. We do have a clean version of it. I, I actually thought he was a one-trick pony. No pun intended. Yeah. Ah, uh, old Town Road. Um, but it actually sounds really good. Do you have it? Oh, hit it. I like his voice. I think he's good. Like I said, if I was at a uh, Lifetime group class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like a nothing but buns class where we just work on our legs. <laughs> I think they have like a, an all butt class, essentially. Yeah, it's that'd called be great. I need to take that. Legs something or nothing but legs. Something like mm. that. You know, because I've been trying to really battle my flat butt. And that kind of song by Lil Nas X would help. It sure would, buddy. Nailed it. Ariana Grande is bringing in the big bucks. Get a load of this. She's 27. Uh, she announced earlier in the week that she will be joining The Voice next season as a coach. And it seems, word on the street is, she is also the highest paid coach ever oh, wow. on the show. How much is she going to get? Can I guess? Do you know that? Sure. I, I have an idea. I'm going to say that she is going to get $15 million. 
Too low. Too low? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. She is going to get $21 million. You're closer. She's getting somewhere between 20 and $25 million. So that puts her wow. in the same category as Katy Perry on American Idol. Oh, wow. Kelly Clarkson got about $15 million when she joined The View. Blake, the voice. Uh, the, I'm sorry. I said The <laughs> View. No. So that's for one season? April Fool's. Um, yeah, I believe so. Wow. Steve. Yeah. Steve, so we need to get into TV, right, Steve? Huh? Yes, everyone that you see on TV makes a very similar amount to Ariana Grande. <laughs> John Legend and Blake Shelton get around $13 million a season, which means the women on the show are making the most. I found a list of American Idol's salaries. Would you like to gander a guess on how much Lionel Richie makes? I'm going to say, I think that Lionel Richie makes $11 million. Pretty good. $10 million plus he has to agree to perform on the show. Okay. And same for Luke, or is Luke at 13 Luke is at 12 Okay. And Ryan? Ryan is at 12 That is correct. Are you cheating? No. I just, I've, I've looked at these numbers before. Oh, okay. And Katy, good memory. And Katy Perry. Katy Perry, I think, yeah, is, uh, I I think she's 20 million. 25. 25? 25 million dollars. I'm surprised that doesn't cause a little friction. I am too, especially because how public the information is. That was going to be my next question. Is that always the case? Well, Well, I think when Luke Bryan goes in and he realizes Ryan Seacrest has been doing this show for a long time. Lionel Richie is a, a legend, um, and Katy Perry, you can't compare yourself to her star power. I think they uh, know their place, you know, and I think they have yes. agents who tell them, like, listen, we'll ask for this this season. If it goes to another season, the ratings are good. Yeah. And by the way, I am, like, fully in support of that. In the world of television and radio and acting different people i don't believe that each position should be paid the same because different people bring a different audience yes they bring and especially think of these folks like their um their social media followings and things like that they bring in different demographics yes with them great and so it's like that's the thing they're not all you might like them all equally whenever they get there, you know, and I really have an appreciation for each of their, I love the judging panel that they have. Mm-hmm. And I think that Katy Perry this year in particular has really shown like this, almost like she's like more grounded. There's more of a warmth to her, a little less shtick yes. from her. And yeah. I think that it might have to do with, she's referencing, of course, being a mother quite a bit. And I th- I think that, you know, something really beautiful has happened with her where she just seems more like her feet are underneath her and it's not so much of a try hard situation like i think it could have felt at times yeah. the first couple of years um but yeah I, I i my guess is it doesn't cause uh friction but even if it does tough right you're in the individual business that's exactly. it it's not like you're yeah. all hired you're not all working you know on some line doing the same exact thing bringing the same exact people with you enticing the same demographic it's so different i do think there are situations when you do have the same level of let's just call it star power experience recognition like when i think back to that michelle williams story and mark Wahlberg. oh 
I mean, yeah, it's her fault or her agent's fault for not negotiating more money. What did she get? A thousand dollars for all those retakes, and he got like ten million or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got like a ridiculous amount of money, and she was like, "Wait a second. Well, if you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it. Of exactly. course, if you're only going to ask for a thousand dollars, that's all they're going to give you. They're not going to go." Please let me give you more. And by the way, with yes, that that was such an agent screw up thing. And I understand that it brought up an important conversation about equality and pay. You have to figure out, is that something that should just be, there are no questions asked, equal pay in every industry, including movies, where there are all of those variables. Who do you bring? What do you do for the box office? Because I think most people would probably say if you put Michelle Williams on a ticket and Mark Wahlberg on a ticket, He's got more box office draw than she does. She has more critical acclaim than he does. The critical acclaim, the Oscar nominations, Meryl Streep isn't doing bang up work at the box office. That's true. You know, and so it's a money game for them. And so I, and it's, and it's an interesting conversation when everybody's making millions. Now she wasn't in that case. Her agent sucked. Her agent sucked. He sucked. I'm not saying he sucks or she sucks all the time, but in that moment, that is what you turn and you look at the agent and say, are you kidding me? I hear you. You're always looking out for my best and you didn't, you did, you got me that. (laughs) Right. But there are other variables at play there in terms of box office draw. So I think the Hollywood conversation, it's funny that that's where a lot of the conversation happens amongst millionaires. When I just don't know if it equates the same as, you know what I mean? I'll give you that. I like the publicity Uh, of the conversation. yes, Yes. But all right, I respect your opinion. Okay, food news coming right up, right? Uh, speaking of which, uh, Chipotle's giving away Bitcoin. Oh, God, with the Chip- Bitcoin. Yeah, you better get into Bitcoin, Donna, because by the time you retire, they're going to say, oh, what do you have? And you'll say, money in my 401k, and they'll say, that's adorable. I love it. Stop it. Money? If you don't have crypto, you're... Out of here, you're on the streets. Ew, David. Chipotle's giving away Bitcoin. There's a specific website you have to go to, and then a guessing game that you have to play. I'll tell you about it. I think it's kind of cool. That and a whole bunch of other food news when we come back. That was in proper grammar. It's the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast and for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, we got some food news, bruh. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, bruh. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Get me a number two, will you? <laughs> By the way, I just put Ben Gay on my back. Mm. Don't say it like that. Ben Gay? I say, yeah, Ben Gay. <laughs> don't, 
told me how to say my ointments. <laughs> You're a dictator, you know that? I'm glad you said dictator. Well, speaking of which, I, I, so I just used Bengay. Bengay. And then I walked right to, I had to use the bathroom. Mm. And yeah. then I washed my hands. Oh. Oh. There is a menthol sensation sensation. In the old basement. And me, no likey. Mm. Okay, good luck with that. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. Not good. Not good. Pretty, pretty bad. Well, Donna uh, foolishly has no cryptocurrency. And so her retirement will be in vain and she'll work the rest of her life. She's resisted a movement and uh, is basically out of luck. But you and I don't have to be, global listener. You can go to burritos or bitcoin.com this is a website put up by chipotle and it is in celebration of national burrito day which i thought is today but maybe it's tomorrow it is tomorrow no it's today today okay well there i don't know why it says coming soon still what's supposed to happen is there's supposed to be an opportunity for people to actually uh win bitcoin they're giving away one spot set up to a hundred thousand the other spot set up to two hundred thousand in bitcoin and it's a code guessing game. So you have to guess a certain digit code and you get 10 guesses. And it's sort of, you know, it's recognizing there's that dude. Remember the dude who had like 10 tries to recover millions of dollars yes. in Bitcoin? Yes. But then couldn't. So they're doing it with him, sort of tipping their cap to him. And he apparently has come to terms with the fact that he has a fortune uh, that has gone missing. But thought it was kind of a it's kind of a cool little thing that they're doing and you can win legit bitcoin like i believe somebody will win up to $25,000 in bitcoin other people might win $500 worth of bitcoin etc hmm i i don't i don't get it i don't know what that means it, it, i still will never be able to wrap my head around it is it imaginary money it's <sighs> a good question i don't know and it like exists in computers and you mine for it that that's what gets me but you could also just buy it but have you seen like those people who set up like all kinds of computers and they've got racks with all those different you know i'm not a technical person but you know they'll go through and they're like they're doing some sort of program where they're just mining the internet and grabbing little pieces of cryptocurrency have you seen that before nope no oh Google YouTube it. It's a it's another hole that'll take you someplace for this cryptocurrency. It's really interesting. There's young kids that have set up massive computer sets and they just they constantly are digging through the Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
internet and finding little pieces of cryptocurrency. I looked at, um, so Donna, here's what's even more confusing. Um, you can go to, again, Bitcoin, burritos or bitcoin.com for that website. Thank you. There are other alt coins. So like there's one called Kin, K-I-N, and it is right now valued at 0. 0.000356, whatever. So way less than a penny. But if you, you know, throw a few hundred dollars at it, and then it goes from worth being 0. 0.00003 of a penny, and if it goes up to a penny, your money is multiplying so many times over. You know, I talked to my financial lady yesterday. I oh, she asked must her have about hated this. these. I didn't even ask her the question. I was, but when I hung up, I went, "Oh, I should have asked her about Bitcoin." Yeah, you know, because financial managers, financial planners, um, and even financial institutions years ago, just a few years ago, said this is a joke. Where this is, haha, funny. We will be here when all of this goes away. And since then, major banking institutions have opened up the channel for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies because it feels like. It's the fad that they thought was going to be a fad that's just too big and it's not going to go away. Hmm. That's too bad. Um, also, I saw this quickly. You could eat coffee jello. Like, you can, I guess Ugh. you can make anything gelatinous. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And so it's like gelatin comes from this collagen, which is a common protein, and people like that. So you heat up gelatin in water, and then good things happen, and the good, like, good things regarding its protein makeup and so now um there was somebody on the skillet life hacker who has just a spoonful it looks like jello but it's coffee flavored and they just followed a recipe from allrecipes.com and they took this unflavored gelatin put it in a little warm water mixed it with two cups of her favorite coffee and some sugar and then brought it to a boil poured that mixture into some individual serving size cups and then just like you would with Jello, refrigerated it to let it set, and then served it with whipped cream. And in the morning was just taking a couple of cups of coffee Jello gelatin instead of drinking her coffee. I would do that with pudding. Jello? I don't know about that. You mean you'd do like a coffee pudding? I would. Yes. Like a snack. Coffee pack. flavored pudding. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. Jello, boy. That stuff sucks. This person also did it with Dr. Pepper <laughs> yeah. and said, oh my gosh, I love Jello." They did it with uh, Dr. Pepper and said it brought out a meaty flavor. Ew. I it was terrible. Oh. Yeah. All right, I have food news. All right. Um, did you hate eating Brussels sprouts when you were growing up? Yes. Didn't. You did? Yeah, avoided it entirely. Mm -hmm. I love, that was my favorite vegetable growing up. I loved them. Mm -mm. Loved, loved, loved. Um, but believe it or not, the Brussels sprouts that you ate in the 90s and earlier were more bitter than the ones we eat today. It turns out that in the 90s, some scientists in the Netherlands finally figured out what chemical compounds made them so bitter. So they were oh. able to cross pollinate some seeds without those compounds to grow ones that tasted better. And that's what we eat today. And that's why they're so popular. Bye. 651-641-1071. You can call and play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's next.
You know how it goes. You tell yourself you're going to work out, but then one thing turns into another, and suddenly it's bedtime. My recommendation? Join the Y. Right now, they're giving new members a free in-person or virtual personal training session. You know, someone to give you encouragement, consistency, and a plan to meet your fitness goals. And you'll also get $0 enrollment if you join by April 15th. Do it. Go to ymcanorth.org. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for watching the Donna and Steve Show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, All right. Um, This segment will be uploaded to YouTube a little bit later on today. So Fun. Like us. Subscribe. Do all the things. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, Donna and Steve, let's play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Steve won yesterday, and now his lead is 35 to 25. Whoa. Nice job, Stevie boy. You're getting, getting in quite a bit of a lead there, my friend. Thank you, Grant. That's objective. I did a nice job, Donna. All right, and we've got Kai from Cannon Falls on the phone with us. Kai, how you doing? Doing great. Donna, um, I was having a dream the other night, and all of a sudden I hear your voice. Do you know it's the slow season for HVAC or whatever, like the commercial? <laughs> <laughs> and I never saw you, but I could hear your voice. I love that. It's like subliminal advertising for Dean's Home <laughs> Services. Yeah, Called Dean's in the middle of the night. <laughs> I could have helped you out yesterday with Cool Hand Luke. Oh, that would have been great, Kai. Uh, well, you're here today to help us out, and you're playing for a My Talk t-shirt, Kai. And the topic is Best Actress. The award for Best Actress. All right? Okay. okay. Do you want to play with Donna or Steve? My friend Donna. Yay! You know what? You know what? Bye. <laughs> You're ahead, <laughs> Steve. Don't, don't whine. Right, <laughs> um, Donna. <laughs> Did you get sent out into the hall a lot as a kid in school? <laughs> Did you? I'll be serious. Sometimes. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, is he just going to sit there and watch us now? Oh, with the stare. Oh, with God. the stare. You'll have oh, to check it out. All right, Kai, you ready to just kind of sit back and help her out when we're done with the questions? Yep. All right, here we go, Donna. Let's okay. do this. With 17 nominations, this actress is the most nominated in this category. She has won two Oscars for Best Actress. Who is this actress? Jeez, mm, I could be anybody. Uh, Meryl Streep. At the age of 80, Jessica Tandy became the oldest winner in this category with her role in what 1989 movie? Driving Miss Daisy. Halle Berry is the first and only African American to win in this category for her role in the film Monsters Ball. Mm-hmm. What year was Monsters Ball oh, released? Jeez, nobody knows that. Uh, 1997. I hate you. <laughs> Love you. All right, Kai, can you help her out? What or do you want... year? That... Yeah, what year was Monsters Ball? No, I, I would have no idea. I think I'm going to have to go with Donna because I would have no idea. All right. We're going to stick with 97. Okay. We can get Steve back in. At least it should be closest to... Well, mm, we, we, right. that might happen with the uh, tiebreaker. We we don't know. <laughs> we that could... was pretty quick there, ladies. Yeah, yeah. You did good, did you? I don't know. Who knows? 
We shall see. Steve, you ready to go, bud? Yeah, let me put it on, man. All right, bud, here we go. And here, wait, uh, just so that they have to do stuff in editing later. Um, oh, look at these flames come out of my fingertips if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> you just gave Jess about two hours of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's got to go find flames now. <laughs> She's going to love that. All right, Steve, let's go. Again, right, the, the topic is Best Actress, all right? With 17 nominations, this actress is the most nominated in this category. She has won two Oscars for Best Actress. Who is this actress? Meryl Streep. At the age of 80, Jessica Tandy became the oldest winner in this category for, category for her role in what 1989 movie? Driving Miss Daisy. Halle Berry was first was the first and only African American woman to win the category for Best Actress for the film Monsters Ball. What year was Monsters Ball released? Monsters Ball was released in two thousand and four. I don't feel good about anything I just did. Me either. Both? But more flames. <laughs> Give her some more. Here and we go. I'm, and I'm smoking a heater. Yeah. And who put this monkey on my head? If you're watching on our YouTube channel, you know what we're talking about. Oh, God. Hey, and it's burrito day. Oh, burrito whoa, day. burrito. Oh, look at the burrito. Oh, my That's gosh. Great. Oh. <laughs> okay, here we go. You guys actually did really well. The first one was, in fact, Meryl Streep with 17 nominations. She has won two Oscars. So good job. Both you guys got that correct. At the age of 80, Jessica Tandy was in the movie Driving Miss Daisy. So you both got that correct. That was a total shot in the dark. Really? I've oh, never really? seen the movie. Oh, wow. You'd like it. Good job, I Steve. don't like car movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and lastly. That was weird. The la- yeah, a little bit. The last one, Halle Berry was the first and only African-American to win this category for her role in the film Monsters Ball. What year was Monsters Ball released? And you said 97, Donna. Mm-hmm. Steve said 04. In fact, the year was 2001. D word. So we've got a tie, which will be fun. And I got a little different. We're, we're going to adapt a little bit of the Millennial X Games for today's tiebreaker. Price okay. is Right style. So all of us get it. Well, not me, but you, all three of you get a chance here, okay? Price is Right style. So Kai, if you know how this works, you make a guess. You'll be the last one. We'll give... Uh, what we'll do is we'll have, since Steve won last time, you since can go. Since I'm the winner, may I go last? Can I choose to go last since I'm up against two people here? Is yeah, you okay? can do that. So you can, right, since I'd like the to winner. choose to go last. Okay, so Steve will go last. Okay. Kai will go second. Jeez, I'm going against two people here. And Donna, right. we'll, we'll, have Donna, we'll have Kai go first, then Donna, then Steve. Okay? okay. So and what are we doing? Basically, it's Price is Right. I'm going to give you a question, and it's it's numerical. So you're going to give me an, an, an answer, and the closest to that wins, okay? Without going over. Yes. Okay. Oh. The All burrito's right. back. <laughs> Whew, that was a close call. All right. Here we go. Since its inception, inception, excuse me, the Academy Awards for Best Actress has been given to how many actresses? Best actress has been given? How many times has this award been given out in general? I am going, is Kai going first? Kai's going first. All how right. many times has this award been awarded over all the years of its existence? Oh, geez, Pete. I don't know. 29. Kai with 29. I'm going to say 80. Donna with 80 and Steve coming. I'm going to say 30, just strategically playing 30. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Steve. Eat it, Kai. And Steve, actually, that is 100% the way to go about it because the answer was 77. Kai said 29. Donna, you were just over with 80. I am so sorry. Steve is our winner again. Kai. Sorry, Kai. 
Okay, I'll Ooh. call back some other time. All right, Kai, thank Bye, you for Kai. your support. Have a good day. Stay out of my dreams, Donna. I will try. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay. <laughs> oh I, man, I, I, that was a good one. I like I, that. I, 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 Donna didn't like it. No, and I don't like that Price is Right thing either. You, I hate it. So don't do that again. Okay. You do you. I All don't right. care. I just didn't know you were changing. That. <laughs> Okay. I hope you at least brought good pastries to these game nights that you would go to, since <laughs> invariably you would leave mumbling under your breath. I just wasn't sure that we were going to do Twister. I would have stretched before I came. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. Carol. No, I think the thing that makes me feel really bad <laughs> is losing for our listener. I don't care about me. I'll just be like, okay, cool. You to won. that end, Donna. I try yes. very hard yes, every do. time to say, if you just want the prize, come with me. I think that we could do it. And it's, I'm up 36.25, and I probably get a lifeline 10% of the time, maybe 20. Because it's not about the prize. It's about, you're the Rocky Balboa. I am Apollo Creed. And Rocky won. Okay. And Rocky. Chill out. Donna, I've been working out. Time for a tip. Okay. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. All right, Grant, happy April Fool's Day. Oh, thank you. Isn't that fun? It's fun. Nobody got me yet, though. No, I don't do any. I didn't really have time this morning. All right, well, we just have a few tips for just some uh, some fun, harmless April Fool's pranks. If you still want to get somebody and the day is young just yet, um, the underwear switcheroo. Grant, this would work with you. Raid the underwear drawers of everyone in your home and then switch them up. Switch them up. Oh, that's fun. Your mom will be briefly befuddled, right, when uh, she sees why. Briefly, that's good. Tidy whitey's <laughs> here, yeah. By the way, these all come from Best Life Online, your source for April's. Let me do it again. Your source for April foolery. <laughs> you could send somebody glitter. Everybody loves glitter. It's oh. great. No. Fill an envelope with glitter. That's not cool. <laughs> Drop it in the mail. No. Don't. And then they open it and spill glitter on themselves. This is a great one. This is a great one. Make caramel onions. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? A caramel about? apple. Oh, Covered in no, that's horrible. They bite in, and there's an onion in there. <laughs> that is there's another okay. prank that people will do. a uh, They'll do a relay race, and then they're going from one thing to another, and then the final thing is who can eat this apple the quickest so that you just tear right into it, and it's like a caramel apple, and then boom, you can do that. You can just do it where they're like blindfolded, all right, eat this apple, and then they pick it up. <laughs> onion. Mm. You ever bitten just right into an onion? No. I have a couple times. Really stays with you. That's why it's mean. <laughs> oh. Ugh. My friend did it when they had COVID and couldn't taste a thing. Oh, that's smart. Nothing. Well, you know, it's always smart if someone's giving you something, going, taste this, tell me what you think. And if you don't trust them, just hold your nose. You can't taste anything when you hold your nose. Thank you. There's your tip. Oh, this is a good one. I kind of want to try on my wife. There's a phone screen crack. Oh, good one. App. So it's like an app-installed wallpaper, and it looks like a damaged screen. Oh, that's great. They're upset, and then it's not real. Oh, 
Christmas queen. Oh, and you know, I could really irritate my wife if I said, you're going to be so mad, but Rex, the dog, got your phone. Yes. She will, flames will come out of her nostrils like a dragon, like Mm -hmm. Smaug from The Hobbit. Grant, am I right? Oh, yes. Don't mess around with that. We do have, do we have time for a quick call? Sure. Absolutely. Megan's got a prank that she would like to share with us. Megan, Megan, uh, we're getting tipsy. Some prank ideas on April Fool's. What do you got? Um, so this was a really funny prank that we still talk about that is harmless. Um, one of our guy friends had a house and his buddy took all of the labels off of every canned good in the pantry. (laughs) He had no idea what was in any of them. I love that. And then he also took, um, a bundle of bananas and put it in the oven because you usually don't check before you preheat. So it was very epic. We still talk about it because as you guys said earlier, when you were talking about the coworker of yours, Donna, I hate pranks that like hurt other people. This Mm -hmm. is truly super funny. And we still talk about it because what an inconvenience. You have no clue what you're opening. That ever, is fun. So. Th- th- those are really funny. I love yeah. the canned good ones. That's yes. fun. Super That's funny. funny. Have a great day, guys. Love you. Thank love you, you, Megan. Bye, Megan. Bye. Okay. I like it when a caller self-governs and says, this is the end. I hate my beat. <laughs> it was like we called into her show. There. Right? That felt really Yeah, satisfying. she was like, I'll hang up. Bye. That was perfect. She's great. Call us anytime, Megan. Thank you. Uh, we got it to go. Congratulations on your big, fat, hairy win. I'm very excited for you. Uh, um, when, we, when we come back. <laughs> thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Uh, we'll get into our Facebook question today. What is the best sitcom of all time? Also, I just made a personal discovery about me and Bitcoin. Mm. Donna, do you want to retire? Yes or no? I do. You'll be going to stores saying, can I buy this with these weird old papers? (laughs) Please. Uh, Anyway, I'll tell you about that Bitcoin discovery that I just made, and uh, we will get into the best sitcoms of all time when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. We are everything entertainment. And now we talk sitcoms. What's your favorite sitcom of all time? I really liked All in the Family. Oh, I loved All in the Family so much. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Boy, the weekend really played. The ones that made the hit parade. I don't remember that all the words. So that is so good. Your Edith is so good. Don't want that taste. And you know what you want. <laughs> boys were boys <laughs> and men were men. All right, anyway, I loved All in the Family. And one of the reasons that I think it was way before its time is obvious. All the, um, the political stuff, all of the... You know, it just showed Archie, who was... Basically, a te- like a, a terrible person on the outside, but it showed him as the idiot. Yeah, you know, like yes. that mentality was was stupid. I just I thought it was very funny, and uh, it was a. Tr- I think it was the first time we ever heard a toilet flush on television before. Oh, and you had been waiting for that, I'm sure. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Are we the only ones? They normalized right? it. What's uh, your guys's? I think. I think. I would go The Office. That was the one I felt the deepest connection to when mm. it was on. I really, really loved it. 
That being said, when an episode of Friends is on, mm. I'm almost guaranteed to laugh out loud at some point. That's a that show holds up. Yep, it's really enjoyable. So I, I'd put I'd put Friends on that list. In fact, I think I liked Friends a little more than Seinfeld. I thought it was a little more. The story was a little less punchliney. Sure. And a little better. But there are a few moments better in television for me than any scene that Kramer is in. <laughs> He's just so lovely. So fun. So lovely. <laughs> That's fun. And he had a great uh, Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Seinfeld. Where he looked back on, of course, he had that big tirade oh. where he was using racist terms. I don't think I saw that club. episode. It's really good. It's really good. And the car that Jerry picks Michael Richards, who played Kramer, up in, you know, he always tries to pick them up in a vehicle that that's fancy. Like them. No, no, no. That's that suits the person. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what he picks them up in alone. <laughs> it's just great. But Kramer really opens up. Michael Richards opens up quite a bit in that. Grant? Um, childhood easily home improvement. Um, but as a, a you know later in my life, definitely friends. That one hit probably the most. But if you want to go even farther back, I'd have to say Cheers. Cheers, home improvement, oh, good. and friends are the three that. But if I had to pick one for the rest of my life, it'd be home improvement. Grant, I think you would like the book that I'm reading right now, the uh, Top of the Rock, that details must see TV mm. because it's behind the scenes stories of all of those shows, oh. how they came to be, people who were almost cast, when they almost went off the air, etc. Yeah, I'll tell um, you. we got one here on the Facebook page for Who's the Boss? Alyssa says I watched the reruns in high school with my sister, and I was so obsessed with it. My brother and his fiance have recently gotten into it as well, so I feel like my work as the oldest sister is complete. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, that's such a good show. Oh, how about King of Queens? Ooh, another good one. I've so maybe good. seen one full episode. It's so funny. I told you that my older brother Josh kept was stunned that hardly anyone in the family had watched it. He's seen every episode. And we would be talking about something that happened, and he would just say, There's a King of Queens episode about that. There's a yep, there's an episode just about that. You guys need to watch the show. So funny. So funny. The early seasons of Modern Family, says Cindy. Very different. Yeah, you know that's that's a show like no other. That I was think. weren't they the first one to kind of do that whole like? Were they before the Office or was no, the, 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 no, office, the Office was the, the office first? Not, yeah. yeah, to do the yeah. interviewing type thing. Yeah, yeah, the confessionals right at camera. Yeah, uh, Melissa says Big Bang, the original Roseanne. Very funny. Yes, uh, and then she also had Raymond and King of Queens. The Middle. Oh, that was a good show, too. Yeah. Yeah. The mom. You remind the... me of the kid in the middle. Oh, because he whispers stuff. <laughs> He'd, like, like, say something <laughs> and then go, say something. <laughs> you know how we always repeat, like, yes. odd words? Yeah. Uh, let's see Fun. here. What else see? Uh, the Wonder Years. Good show. It's a great show. What would you do? With a, just the, the intro, Donna. I know, Steve. With the old-timey footage like the home videos used to look like. Yes. Oh, that is a lovely. And Kevin runs up to intro. the thing and waves at the camera. Yes. So oh. cute. Uh, who just hit up my hat on who? <laughs> Will and Grace. Bob Newhart. If for no other oh, reason than the final show, says GJ. GJ. GJ? It's G, a capital G, and then a lowercase J. Do you think that's... I don't know. Just a J? 
Oh, this is good. Cindy says, any sitcom that remained a sitcom and didn't take itself serious and get all preachy and political. Stay out of this, Cindy. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Actually, we did, sorry. Uh, MASH. I never gave MASH a chance. Yeah, I was too young, I feel like, for MASH. Like, wh- hey. What? I can hear you. Okay. I, I, just the whole war-themed stuff. Like, my dad watched a lot of stuff that was, you know, had that war theme. And I didn't understand what war was or what it meant. So I didn't connect to it, if that makes sense, until I was an adult. Thank you. Uh, Two other throwbacks before we go. Charles in Charge and Mr. Belvedere. Mm. Never heard of either. What? No. You've Charles never heard of Charles in Charge? No. We can't be friends. I'm You're sorry. You're kicked out. Mr. Belvedere? Charles in Charge. Charles Scott in charge of our days and uh Scott Bale, that hit it for me right there. Yeah. There you go. go. There you go. Um, all righty, when we come back, we have some news. Rebel Wilson's new show launched last night on ABC. Pooch Perfect, the dog grooming show. Oh no. It irritated some people. I bet. Guess who? I Uh, already know. All right. We'll tell you about that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my